Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normia Vasquez-Scales, at your disposal. Ladies and gentlemen, now that the, years, the new year's dust has settled, it's time to unload sprightly new broadcasts and topics nonetheless. Hence, given that love is permeating the air this invigorating season, let's delve into the aforementioned topic of long-distance romantic relationships. Entrepreneurist and founder Ms. Fashion Life of Fashion Life LLC joins us this evening to engage in an unplugged, uncensored dialogue on the subject at hand. Nevertheless, when I reminisce upon specific past relationships, I personally confess that long-distance scenarios clearly have exceeded the charts. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they were incomparably the fondest and utmost romantic, might I add. I relish the infinite phone conversations amid state and country lines and boundaries. Oh, indeed. I can attest to transatlantic and interstate unions. And in my humble opinion, long-distance relationships are quite viable and are contingent upon the terms implemented by the couple at stake. Just as one person's trash is another one person's treasure, no two snowflakes are identical, every predicament can and may vary. For some, long-distance relationships evoke discontentment sparked by impeded convenience or rather sparse in-person interaction due to ongoing travel expenses incurred. On the contrary, the priceless gift of having the the best of both worlds and the form of two destinations to retreat to is most advertising. Quite frankly, I savor the notion of residing in a tranquil southern destination, yet ultimately having an alternate residence elsewhere. Albeit for the record, ladies and gentlemen, I am receptive to my significant other and I residing in the same geographic vicinity and or domicile. Essentially, long-distance relationships akin to any other relationship have the same stakes. Therefore, any, and I do quote, any relationship is a game of chance. I hate to be the very bad news, but it is. Moreover, trust and security are critical constituents of those relationships. When the chief concern of cheating arises pertaining to long-distance romance, I merely respond as such. In fact, I'm privy to individuals who've engaged in infidelity and committed transgressions within the same cities and townships where there are 0.6 degrees of separation as opposed to 6 degrees of separation. So what difference does it make? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I've known of indiscretions between individuals in small one-horse towns where everybody knows everybody in their personal lives nonetheless. 
So now that's a heaving dose of emboldened audacity. Bold and reckless, to say the least. Love is a box of chocolates or a game of chance, yet again. According to the Dalai Lama, great love and great achievements involve great risks. Please allow me to segue with another concise original poem I'd written titled, Atraversiamo. Translation, let's cross over. Telephonic serenades amid moon-drenched nights, woven, sewn, embedded by the medicinal clamor of boisterous laughter, evoking the bird song of love, coupled with flirtatious, gleeful textual exchanges, multisyllabic verbal intercambios congruent to intimate physical touch, collectively, meticulously constructing bridges betwixt and between the concrete rainforest and paradisal clutches of the southern estate, affording incessant voyages yielded by Father Time and Mother Earth, dual destinations inducing welcome retreats of the pearls of the bustling metropolitan domain and the subdued slackened pace germinating in the hospitable plantation comprised of rolling hills and earthy meadows, seducing the rouge clay. Apprehensions dissipate, shattering barricades as uncertainty dissolves, and polar abodes persevere, enabling the fruits of both, of both worlds, authorizing the graceful cross-current of two kindred souls. Without further ado, I introduce to you Ms. Fashion Life of Fashion Life LLC. Welcome to Recalibrating the Scales radio show. How are you this evening, Ms. Fashion Life? I am doing very well, very well. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm super excited to be here, so thanks. (laughs) Are you there? Hello, Can, can you hear me? Oh, I could hear you now. Hello. Okay. Well, you Sorry. Good. Welcome yes, again. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, I'm super excited to be here. Um, thank you for having me. And it's mutually a pleasure, as you well know. Been looking forward to this rather controversial topic of ours, and in fact, I'll be rolling out another episode too on the same subject. But okay. Okay. Rather you know it's controversial. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. in this fashion life, can you enlighten our listeners a bit about you? Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, when it comes to speaking about me, I get a little bit shy, a little bit. So, but mm-hmm. yes, I am Miss Fashion Life LLC. You can find me on social media by looking up Fashion Life L Y S E. LLC on um, Instagram and Twitter, very active on those social media accounts, as well as you can find my page on uh, Facebook as well. Um, I am an entrepreneur. Um, I am also a professional, but, you know, I'm like a lot of people out here. You know, I'm working full time, but also trying to get my side hustle on to have my own business. Um, I really love fashion. Uh, all things women's fashion, not men yet. I know people hit me up for men's, but we're not there just yet. But, you know, 
um, women's clothes, shoes, accessories, and things of that nature. So I'm just like a regular person. I'm out here working 40 hours a week, but also trying to get my side hustle on. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. Make your living and build your fortune on the side. Absolutely. And I support anyone who wants to do that. I really, especially, you know, for us women, I really feel like that's really important to uplift one another and support each other's businesses, support each other's goals. Like, girl, you can do it. If nobody told you you can do it, I'm here to tell you today you can do it. Don't be afraid. Do it. Get your Nike on. And you are preaching to the choir in my regard. (laughs) (laughs) So let me me ask you. Let me ask you. Does absence spur the heart to grow fonder? If you could please expound upon this. Hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it, it definitely makes the heart real ponder. Um, and I, I speak from experience. Um, you know, like you said, today we're talking about, you know, distant lovers or, you know, dis, just distant relationships. And I have been in one. Um, I definitely think that it will make your heart grow fonder, but I think it's also where you are in your life. Um, if you're younger, you may want to be in a clingy relationship you know, where you hang out all the time, you talk to each other every single day of every single minute. Um, You, as a young woman, you may not know kind of, you, you kind of just don't know who you are as a woman. So you, what can you really give or what can you really decide as a young woman because you don't really know you don't know who you are as a young woman so I think you need that mate to define you you need someone there all the time and you know stuff like that so I think absence does make the heart grow fonder but it all to me it all depends on what stage you are in your life because when I was younger I didn't appreciate distance but now that I'm a little bit older in my relationships, I appreciate distance. I appreciate someone who has their own things going on. And I want someone who appreciates that I have my own things going on. You know, to tie in what we just said, like you, you're working and you got your side hustle. But mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship and they don't necessarily appreciate that, they ain't going to appreciate the side hustle. And my side hustle means that I can't be there for you every day. So, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really have a side hustle. I didn't really know much. I was, it was, you know, things weren't as in-depth as they are now that I'm older. They were very superficial when I was younger, just very superficial, um, all of that stuff. But now that I'm older, you know, and I, I want things for my life, it's, I need somebody who respects the hustle. And sometimes, Respecting the hustle means that I can't talk to you every day. I, you know what I'm saying? I just, I got things to do. I'm older. I have responsibilities now. So. Okay. Yeah. okay. 
Do you think it's possible? Do you think it's possible to construct a bridge between two worlds, or should a solitary destination be mandated for couples? I mean, this has been the burning question as of late. And as you know, obviously, you know that the answers, the responses vary from one yeah. end of the spectrum to the other. That Absolutely. is the, like a, the controversial question. But what are, you, what are your sentiments on that? I think that every couple, they have to construct their relationship in a way that works for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in relationships where other people may have not liked it or it didn't work for their eyes or their vantage point. But to me, I feel like you're the person in the relationship, you and the other person. So whatever works best for you guys, I feel like then that's the answer. Everybody is not going to have the same relationship. But if everyone did, it just wouldn't work out because we're so different. And Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like as humans, we're on different spectrums, like what works for me is not going to work for you or what works for you is not going to work for somebody else. I just feel like we are so complex in the way that we love and the way that we are loved. So go with what works for you is what I'll say. Like don't get in a relationship where you're getting beat up and they're verbally and physically abusive to you. No, but if something works for you, and it makes you feel good, who am I to say that it's not right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> what about you? you? What do you think, feel like? Do you feel like you can bridge the gap between this? or? Yes, yes. I'm, I'm in, um, I deem myself to be a realist with a twist of optimism. Um with you know a, a, a hybrid of realism, realism and optimism, and uh, you know I have a tendency mm-hmm. call me an idealist. I see the possible okay. versus the impossible. I mean, I I look back and I look back upon most of my experiences within and, and beyond relationship parameters, and my experiences um, in regards to distant relationships. I haven't had many, um, and it's been quite a stretch since I've had those. I have them when I was, you know, significantly younger, for the most part, um, I fared well. I mean, I loved, and that's what the poem, you know, alludes to, and it alludes to um, present-day interactions as well. So I'm drawing from my my current experiences and congruent in conjunction with the past experiences. But um, I just, like I said, I don't see, to me, there's no difference. It depends on, as you say, where you are in life, I believe that um, I'm a think-outside-the-box thinker, a five-dimensional thinker, and I should have included that in my spiel. But I don't view things from the same vantage point, nor do I have the same vantage point that the masses have. You know, um, yes, it is possible, you know, because, you know, most people's responses, well, ultimately, you know, two people are going to have to end up in the same, you know, geographic space or vicinity. I'm like, well, yeah, that's true, and you know that, you know, I'm receptive to that. I said, but um, what's wrong with the, with the, the the notion of there being dual residences? 
what's wrong mm-hmm. with that? I mean, why, why is it? It's not a matter of one person feeling compelled or obligated to surrender or succumb and uproot. You know, it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily. It's not. Necess- it's not necessary. <laughs> not you know. Right. Right. <laughs> we live in a different day and age now. Of course. You know, look at it from a different lens. I mean, it's mm-hmm. celebrities do it all the time. You know, they have multiple oh, residences. And you and I have spoken offline about this. So what's the difference? And then in terms of um, most people's ignorant responses of infidelity, and that's why I draw from the example, I live in that one-horse town, as you and I have dialogued about, you know, off the air, Sinead, where I have seen, again, what difference does it make? The odds are still the same. There are no guarantees with anything. It's just a matter of seeing how things play out. Um, how does your chemist? How does your chemistry unfold? Um, there's no guidebook for anything. It's just being mm-hmm. allowing things to unfurl and the chips to fall where they may. But I feel like I'm taking over the dialogue. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. My experiences have been positive. I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, most people they need they require that. I have to have that every single day, you know, that constant interaction. Someone has to physically be in my presence. We have to see each other every weekend and every day. Well, I know people, you know, who live in the same state and the same city and town that don't see each other that often because of scheduling conflicts, because of those responsibilities that you've spoken of. Once again, your phase of life, Mm -hmm. you know. I agree. Flexi- you know, the question is how much flexibility is on the table. I'll give you an example. You have two entrepreneurs. Two entrepreneurs, okay? There's the flexibility. Right. And then you factor in, you know, if a child is involved, homeschooling, I mean, so it might, like, for example, I'm using myself as an example. Homeschooling's on the yeah. table, so that basically lends to the flexibility, you know, my son and I, we could literally be anywhere. So my scenario is quite contrary from most people who are confined to that nine-to-five grind. Okay, I'm sorry, but I'm babbling again. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, you're good. Mm-hmm. I, I Do think you think that... I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you, you go were going to ask a question. No, I was just going to ask. I think you, that... Do you... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I think, um, you know, it, you're right. I think when you get older, there are different responsibilities. And, you know, as women or men, when you are older and you start dating people who are older, they have a little bit more baggage in life because they've traveled a little bit more is like what I like to say. They've, they've traveled a little bit more. So when I was twenty twenty one. A lot of people who I dated, they didn't have a lot of baggage because they didn't go anywhere. They didn't do anything. But as you get older in your 30s and 40s and 50s and beyond, people who you date will have traveled a little bit more. So they've picked up a little bit more baggage. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm, you know, as me and you, we spoke offline about this, but I've dated men who had children. So I can't mm-hmm. hang out with them every single weekend because. They have to get their kid at some point in time. And would I want to really date you if you really didn't make time for your kids? 
You know what I'm saying? So you have, I feel like when you get older, you have to be a little bit more accommodating and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I don't have to spend every weekend with you. Cause to me, I'm happy knowing that you're hanging out with your kids or your kid or whoever, <laughs> you know, you're handling your responsibilities. I'm happy knowing, Hey, you out here, you trying to get a business. Maybe it's not popping off yet, but you keep going, you keep grinding. And so mm-hmm. that stuff is attractive to me. When a man has responsibilities and he's handling his responsibilities, I love it. I'm more attracted mm-hmm. to you that you can't hang out with me every weekend than I would be if you could hang out with me every weekend. To me, that's kind of like, eh, maybe not so attractive because you might not have goals, ambitions, or if you have children, in my case, you know, you're not hanging out with your kids. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're with me, if you got to, you know, if the baby mom's call and you got to handle something with your kid and you cut me out to handle something because your baby mom needs you for the kid, I'm turned on by that. I'm not turned off. You have mm-hmm. responsibility and you're handling it. So it, it doesn't matter. They could be right next to me. They could be next door. Or they could be 18 million miles away. If your kid is sick and your baby mom's is calling you, like, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how your location. You got to handle your responsibilities. So to me, I'm, I'm attracted to that, you know? Yeah. I mean, so what about you? Character. You know, I, I wholeheartedly share your sentiments. I, I agree with you. It does speak of a person's character, you know, and how they order their prior, you know, prioritize. So, wow. yes, once again, we're... But um, also, like, in your, your, yeah, in your intro, you spoke about, like, infidelity and stuff like that and how, you know, if you have a long-distance relationship, people are, they're going to put that in your mind, like, oh, what if he sees another woman or he wants to be with another woman but sometimes I don't know I think it's a little bit deeper than something physical Mm -hmm. like physical to me is very just surface level Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying anybody can go anywhere and get sex that's that's very easy for us humans to do to procreate and have sex and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but where can you go to get mentally fed? Who's feeding you mentally, spiritually, emotionally? It's so much more deeper than just physical to me, like cheating. Mm-hmm. So, you know, someone else, of course, you know, Beyonce and all the, you know, the great women, <laughs> they can come and they can physically give you what you need, but are can Beyonce give you what it is that I'm giving you emotionally? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just feel like it can be, it's just deeper. So cheating, like physically, okay, yeah. You know, it makes for great TV. It's sensationalized and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's levels to cheating. What about you? What do you yeah. think? Do you think there's levels or just, once a cheater, always a cheater. Uh, I, and just in a nutshell, and I know time is, is definitely 
moving on us right now. I'm looking looking at the clock, but um, I'll say in a nutshell that if if someone is going to commit infidelity, then they're going to commit it. It doesn't matter if they're in the same household, if they're across the street, if they live on the roof, on top of the of the abode. It doesn't matter. Transatlantic, transpacific, mm-hmm. across the pond. If it's going to occur, it's going to occur. I mean, because your mm-hmm. temptation is inevitable. <laughs> the question is whether or not you're going to be uh, weak enough to succumb to it. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. know any geographic barriers. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So when people respond that way to me, I think that that's, um, that's a very, very feeble and weak-minded view and very um, naive uh, viewpoint. I agree. Because I... I am when I said I'm privy to people who've committed infidelity in point six degrees of separation. I mean that with every morsel of the word. We're talking mm-hmm. like in that in these micro townships and micro uh, cities where everybody literally knows everyone and your business, as I alluded to. Mm-hmm. Any any um, we've got about a minute and a half, actually about two minutes remaining. Beforehand, because I definitely want well, people to be able to reach out to you, you know, before the sure. conclusion um, of the episode. If you need to close out or anything, let me know as well. Well, no, if you could, how can our listeners contact and or follow you? Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. Ms. M.S. Fashion Life, L-Y-F-E-L-L-C. You can contact me on Instagram and Twitter as well as Facebook. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. and ask me the real, honey. If if you follow me and you ask me the real, I'm going to give you the real deal Holyfield. Like, if you looking for some sugar-coated <laughs> stuff, that is not me. I'm out here living my best life. I'm a real human, and I want to connect with people who are living their best life and being real humans, too. Okay. Hey, you can't so be that sick now. <laughs> well, it's a, we got a minute, we got a minute and, a, and a minute and a half. If I could ask you one final question. Yes, Along ma'am. with the topic again, how do you think a healthy equilibrium can be attained to afford balance in long-distance relationships, or relationships at all, for that matter? What advice can you render very briefly? Well, I think that in order for a healthy equilibrium to happen and be sustainable, each party needs to be real. You need to understand what you are, who you are, and who the other person is. Just be honest about it. If this is not something for you, then it's not for you. But if it is for you and you want to do that, then I think that, you know, it can work. Um, like I said, I've I've seen a lot of things. I've grown up and, you know, I've I've seen, you know, my sister, she has a husband who was in the military and he would go away for months on end. And mm-hmm. because of that, you know what I'm saying? They're still married, but it's like you, if if you're in the military, these are things that you have to give up and sacrifice for your family. And I just feel like it can work. I've seen it work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So her husband would go out to sea because he was in the Navy. He'd be gone for mm-hmm. months on end, but they were still married. They still have a loving relationship. And 25 years later, we're still here, he's still my brother-in-law, so it can work, and I've seen it. And you but you gotta what? be—you gotta—you gotta be honest. 
You have to be honest. You have to set the parameters and and the terms. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Well, I genuinely, genuinely appreciate you, you know, lending your your perspectives, your thoughts, your input. Sure. If you could, if you, and if you could stand by for just a brief moment. Sure, no problem. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to extend utmost gratitude and appreciation to our featured guest. Miss Fashion Life for carving out the time, space, and energy to dialogue with us this evening. Moreover, I applaud my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, for all of your collective efforts alongside my unwavering and newfound listeners fanning the globe. The Recalibrating the Scales radio show and movement rests upon your very broad shoulders, ladies and gentlemen. Therefore, I humbly implore your continued listenership. Until the next episode... This is Normia Vasquez-Scales, signing off.